and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer, sponsor this program, follow us on Twitter, or even like us on Facebook. We can be found at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Hey, Twyla, how you doing? Hey, I am blessed and highly favored of God. And you know, I was thinking that we are in summer and then I asked my good friend Google and <laughs> summer doesn't start until June 21st, but it is a it, it feels like the changing of seasons. Everyone's graduating and, you know, the days are getting longer. The sun is staying in the sky, you know, just a tad bit longer. Nighttime is pushed off a little bit. It stays daylight till nine o'clock where I Thank am. Thank God. And, and it's just a good, it's just a good time. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a summertime is a good time. And you know it what? It really is. I like to equate it to the fact that the sun is out a little bit longer. And isn't that just like God when, when he, the sun, cause he said in heaven, you won't, you won't need that natural sun. Cause the sun himself, mm. the light, when the son of God is around, when he is present where you are and, and you're aware of it, it just makes things go a little bit better. It sure does. A little bit brighter. I'm a little you. bit brighter. A little matter bit of brighter. fact, you know, they were saying that you know, it, when it's, when, it, when the days are shorter, there's a lot of people, you know, they have loneliness and mental health issues. And so when the days are longer with that sun, it's more brighter. You and know, that's I, a fact because Jay Sean yeah. is stationed in Alaska. And I didn't realize that even where he is stationed, they have that uh, right now they're going through their 70 days of perpetual daylight and it's just light most of the time and I said so what were you going through before and he said oh we just had a couple hours of light and it was dark most of the time and people become depressed and I totally understand that because something about the sun whether it is the sun up in the sky or the son of God of ever present with us something about the sun that just makes things go a little bit better. Oh my God. And both of them make things grow. <laughs> and the good thing is about it is that the, the sun up in the sky is big and beautiful and important as it is. The son of God created that sun. Come on now. Everything points back to the son of the living. <laughs> Everything. Anyway, what are we going to, uh, we're going to, you. we have a, couple of verses that you said you wanted to talk about today out of Psalms 27? Oh, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, well, do I'll, you want to pray first? Or? Read it in, yeah, I can read these in the King James. And then if you want to read them, uh, verses one through four from Psalms 27. And then if you want to read them in the uh, Passion Translation. And you know what? When I was just talking about the sun and the light, I really 
wasn't even thinking about the, yeah. the topic of Psalms 27, that the Lord is my light. Yes, he is he that is. sun. He is that brightness. So Psalms 27 verses one through four from the King James translation says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of mm. whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, not if, but when the wicked, even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You want to, you, you want to uh, read verse 14 as well, since it is titled, you know, don't quit, don't give up. We haven't said that yet, but sure. Uh, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Amen. And then uh, in the Passion Translation, uh, Psalms 27 is titled Fearless Faith, but it says Yahweh is my revelation light and the source of my salvation. I fear no one. I'll never turn back and run for, for you. Um, I'll never turn back and run for you, Yahweh, surround and protect me. When evil ones come to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. Verse three, it says, my heart will not fear even if an army rises to attack. I will not be shaken even if war is imminent. Here's the one thing I crave from Yahweh. The one thing I seek above all else. I want to live with him every moment in his house, beholding the marvelous beauty of Yahweh filled with awe delighting in his glory and grace i want to contemplate in his temple and then uh the last verse of that psalm verse 14 it says here's what i've learned through it all don't give up don't be impatient be entwined as one with the lord be brave and courageous and never lose hope yes keep on waiting for he will never disappoint you. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. And you know, that's what we want to talk about this, uh, this evening is don't quit. So dear God, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the promise of your presence. We thank you for the promise of your victory in our lives. We thank you that you never disappoint. You never give up on us. You never abandon or forsake us. We thank you, oh God, because you are our light. You are our hope, our help, our joy, our peace, our strength. You are the source of our salvation. And because of that, we don't fear what the enemy can do unto us. We thank you that the words that we speak will be water to the thirsty and bread to the hungry. We thank you that they will encourage the hearts and let them, Father, oh God, be eternal 
in our hearts that they would ignite faith. You said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let these words from your word uh, produce faith in our hearts as we hear them and take action upon them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Well, uh, we're thankful for Psalms 27. How this came about uh, is basically, you know, during this past week, I really have had some challenges and I lost some things that was, you know, the uh, well, got in an accident and some things just began to just start piling on me. And I was beginning to, I guess, get depressed, you know, thinking about it. And as I was sitting in my car, I had decided that I was not going to give in to the enemy. I was going to stand. I was going to fight. I was going to speak the word of, of the Lord. And I began to do that. And I got out of my car, was walking toward the store. And all of a sudden, I started reciting Psalms 27 down to the fourth, what we read down to the uh, fourth or fifth verse. And it just came out of my spirit verbatim. And when I heard that, I knew that they, that the Lord, that this Holy Spirit was the one that brought that up out of me to confirm and to give me hope and to encourage me to keep moving forward. And so as a result of that, that really lifted me up uh, because I, I realized that it was the Holy Spirit activating, uh, stirring up the word of God that was in me to assure me that he's with me. That's how we came with this verse of the Psalms 27. Amen. And you know, it's one of it's one of my absolute favorite Psalms anyway. I mean, it's one that we quote a lot. They've made songs about it. The Lord is my light and my strength. You know, who sing, girl. So we sing, we've been singing this song for a long time. And, and even in the when they wrote these psalms, when the psalmist wrote these psalms, many of them were songs that they sang, uh, you know, when they came to worship and fellowship together, they would sing the psalms. And so it 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 is it is befitting that our songwriters and our psalmists would create melodies from the psalms that we sing. There's many, many, many songs that have been created from the psalms of the Bible. But uh, it's one of my absolute favorite ones. The Lord is my light. Matter of fact, we were just talking about the fact that Jesus is the light of the world, that he's the sun. He's the sun that shines in heaven so brilliantly, so brightly that there is no need for a natural sun because he himself is the light and the light of brilliance. And so when we think about the Lord being our light, he's the one who who lights our path, directs our steps and shows us which way we should go. And you know what I like about it? Because he says, and my salvation, that's my deliverance. That, that's my, my, my intervention, my help, my, my yes. savior. And so he lights our path. I was thinking about this Psalm when I knew we were going to do it. He lights my path and leads me in the way I should go. But you know, the good thing about it, LJ Renee, is sometimes I still have a misstep and sometimes I still stumble, but when and if I do, he is my deliverance. He is my salvation and he protects me from danger. So much so that the psalmist said, when I think about this, who 
tell me who should I fear? There is no one that's right and greater than my God. I don't have to be afraid. Why? Because the Lord, not my friends, not my money, not my brother, not my sister, but the Lord is my light and salvation. Yes. And you know what, Twilight, I believe that's what was happening was that I was beginning to fear of the unknown. What's what's next? What am I going to do now? How did this happen? And, you know, all these questions and, you know, and, and, and he shed the light because God is the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. And he shed that light in my heart. And it was like, you know, you, the fear was trying to grip me to make me um, doubt God and to make me uh, just settle down and, and, and be anxious. Basically, you know what I'm saying? Just being anxious. But that Psalm rose up and, he, and it says, I fear no one. No one. I will never turn back and run. It says, for you, Yahweh, surround and protect me. You know, me, we may not be able to see our enemies, but God sees it. Mm. He identifies it. He sends forth the angels of the Lord to encamp around about you. He calls on the Holy Spirit to begin to move in you uh, like rivers of living water and causes these verses to come out. Because remember, Twyla, in one of the verses, it talks about that he will give in the night season songs of deliverance. Hallelujah. And I, I am a witness that he will give you, not only does he give you songs of deliverance, I believe he sings songs over you in the night season. He's, he, he's, but he said, but in that, he said, I'll be your light. And he said, absolutely. I'll give you songs of deliverance. That, that's what he's saying. And he sings sweet melodies over us. And, and that's yes, how we can awaken in the peace and the presence of God when we're going through difficulties. And, and, and I love the way that uh, you what you read in the passion translation that I'll never turn back. That's why we're saying, don't quit. I, I know it's mm -hmm. hard and I know it's difficult. And I know, uh, you know, you're sometimes you didn't, you didn't had it up to here and taking all you can take. It feels like and press beyond measure, but don't you dare quit. Don't you dare turn around. Don't you dare go back because he surrounds us and protects us. And you know, when, when, when the reason why I believe they write it like that in the passion that he surrounds and protects us is because if he didn't surround you fully and completely, we would have a wherewithal to, you know, sometimes perhaps be anxious because we'd say, well, God, I know you got me covered in the front, but it's, it's like when you go to sleep and you know, you locked the front door, but did you lock the back door? And if you're not sure you locked the back door, you have some anxiety about it. He says, don't you worry. I got you in the front. I got you in. He said, I'm your rear guard. I go before you. He's mm -hmm. got you on the left and on the right above you and beneath you in the front. And he's got you surrounded. In other words, there is no opportunity. And we know this from scripture. There is no opportunity for the enemy to sneak in unaware because when he tried, when, when God brought up Job to the devil and he said, have you considered my servant Job? And the devil said, yeah, I have actually. Yes, I have. But you got a hedge around him and I can't get through. He's got us surrounded on the left and on the right in the front and in the back above and beneath you completely surrounded by the protective uh, glory and power of God so you don't have to fear no one 
Amen. I absolutely. And you know, even as you're talking, it says, when the evil one comes to destroy me, they will be the ones who turn back. Listen, when those when that when the when the Psalms was read with I, verbatim out of my spirit, um, that's God turning back the enemy. He has no more power. He 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 cut the cord, he calls him to run because the fact is that God, you know, the psalm says, God arise. And let our enemies be scattered. Yes. That's exactly what happened. And, and, you know, be very clear about this. The scripture is clear and we know it to be a fact and never doubt it. The enemy comes to destroy you. The Bible says that the enemy, um, you know, he comes to uh, seeking who he might. Um, he comes to steal, kill and to destroy. That is what he's coming to do. He's not coming to play games with you. He's not coming. He might deceive, try to deceive you if it were possible. He might try to deceive you and try to manipulate you and, and, and you know, shuck and jive you. But his purpose and intent is to destroy you if it were possible, but thanks be unto God, God, who always causes us to triumph over the powers of the enemy. And, and, and I love that he says, he's, he's coming so that I would be destroyed and turned back, but he is the one. The, the ditch he dug is the one he will fall in. Uh, he's the one that's going to be turned back. The Bible, he's remember, the enemy. Remember the scripture. The, the Bible says that uh, though he comes one way, God will cause him to flee seven different ways. Yeah. He Here's what it is, L.J. Renee. He came upon you thinking he was going to fight you. But when he got there, he Ooh. found out it ain't just you he got to fight. It's you and all the host of heaven, Jesus Christ himself. And he can't do nothing with that. But <laughs> if it were just me, oh yeah, he could destroy me. I, I Look, I'm not crazy to think that he could not destroy me, but I'm not standing in my own power and might. I'm not fighting in my own strength. If it were just me, yeah, you could take me. But when you come upon me you know how you, your brothers if you had big brothers I had a lot of brothers they were some bad boys and they would be like oh no 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 you ain't just fighting her you got to take all of us if you want that you gotta have all of it that's what God does you don't just take you not just coming against mine but you coming against me so, and is, isn't that what he told um, Saul, who later became Paul on the road to Damascus? He said, why are you kicking up against the prince? Saul That's was right. going after the saints of God. He was like kicking up against the what? And he's like, <laughs> you you fighting me, Saul. You're not fighting. No, no, I'm fighting That's Stephen. Right. That's and I'm right. fighting John. And I'm fighting my No, 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 you're not fighting Stephen. You're fighting the God of Stephen and the God of Matthew and the God of a Peter. And, and so that's when uh, Saul fell to his face off the beast. God knocked him off the, off the uh, animal and, and humbled him because the enemy will be humbled when he realizes he ain't just fighting you. Yes. yes. He's got but to fight know, the God in you. Yeah. You know, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to go back to the, the King James version because this is so powerful in the, in this statement. It, it is says that um, it says when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell. And, you know, I saw a picture one day uh, where someone was running up on another person and they just stumbled, flipped over, and they fell down. 
And I said to myself, that's exactly what, that's a great picture of what the enemy does. Mm. Enemy, what happens to the enemy is that he says, when they came upon me to eat up my flesh, they were coming to destroy they me. They destroyed you. And they was coming fast upon me, but he said, but they stumbled and fell. Who you think stuck out the foot and tripped it? Nobody <laughs> but God. But nobody but God. I'm telling you, that was an awesome illustration <clears throat> of that. But it also and, and you know, man. you know what it brings back, and I, I have to fully confess, because I've mm -hmm. been delivered and saved. But when we were kids, we used to do that. We would stick <laughs> out our foot and we would trip somebody and then we would laugh about it. And here's the thing, they never saw it coming, ever. They never. running and moving and you just nicely, slyly stick out your foot and boom, there they go. And you'd be cracking up because you'd be like, they thought they was doing something. And look at them now. They flat on their face. That's what God does for That's us. That's exactly what he does. That's the enemy never sees it coming. And then he said he laughs at them. And he laughs at them, <laughs> holds them in derision and laugh, just like we used to do, but it was easy. Yep. Just like we used to do, we see that little kid running. You're like, oh, no, you ain't getting that candy. And you stick out your foot and make him fall. And, and then you sit there and chuckle about it. But um, if that wasn't right, don't do it. But You know why you chuckle? Because I but, just saw another illustration with the pizza guy that tripped that criminal. And listen, when he tripped him, girl, he didn't roll. He didn't just fall. He rolled about three or four times. <laughs> Yeah, you you, watch you oops upside your head. Say, oops <laughs> upside your head. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, you thought Lord. you had me, but no, 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 no. Mm. My God will fight for me. Yes, he will. And that's what he said even to Jehoshaphat and the children of Israel when they were fighting and, and the enemy had come upon them to fight them. He said, this battle is not yours. Uh-uh, this battle is not yours. I'm going to fight this battle. I'm going to defeat this foe. Because the truth is, he already defeated this foe. The Bible says, for this cause was the son of man made manifest that he would destroy the works, the works. of the devil. He already defeated this foe. And that's why, that's why the enemy can't fight against God because he's already been defeated. But he comes against me and you thinking we don't know that he's already been defeated. And what happens is then Jesus stands up in us, for us, with us, and on our behalf, and, and reminds him, ah, no, 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 you trespass and you can't come. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -hmm. try it. Don't dare. Don't you? You are. And you know what he does for us, LJ Renee? God gives us the authority and the ability to remind the devil of that defeat. If we would, whenever you're walking in faith, Whenever we're walking by faith and not by sight, we will have the wherewithal and the fortitude to remind the devil that he is defeated and God is exalted. And when we put him back in his place by faith, uh, we will walk in that victory. But when you, you know, you get faint in heart and, and things are weighing you down and we start looking at the circumstances, it's it's okay. God will still come to our defense and remind yes, us that we are the victors. We are more than conquerors because this is a battle he has already fought and won, and he's given us that victory through Christ Jesus. Verse four says, one thing have I desired or one thing I want from God 
And the one thing that I want, I will seek after uh, with all of my strength and heart and might. And it is that I might dwell in his presence. If you've ever really experienced the presence of God, you can understand this cry of the psalm of the psalmist. He says in the passion, he craves this from Yahweh. He seeks it above everything else. He wants every moment to be in his house and in his presence. If you've ever experienced the authentic presence of God, you fully understand his plea for wanting to dwell in the presence of God because there's no place like the presence of God. You know, in the in the Wizard of Oz, uh, when Dorothy is there telling her to click her heels and say, there's no place like home, there's no place like home. And the truth is there is no place like the presence of God. Absolutely. That's good. That is good. That there's no place like the presence of God. And that's what he said. Um, and he says, uh, one thing I desire of the Lord, that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. You know, I look at that and it's true that even when you are going through in your heart and God reminds you of who he is and who you are and how he's going to fight for you, that being in his presence, you know, you don't have to be at the church house. You know, you don't have to be in your bedroom. It's wherever you are, he is. And when God speaks to your heart, that wherever he speaks to your heart, that you're right in his presence. He knows where you are. And as a result, I I mean, the wait list, the pleasure of being in his presence is there because he is God and he's speaking directly to you to let you know that he is with you, that even that the enemy, where it says the whole host has encamped around about me, he's saying basically, even though they set an ambush against you, he said, don't fear, don't fear. I got this. And That's what he said. I got this. And then he says, in this, I will be confident. That's what I believe he's saying. In this, in this, that God says, I got this. In this, I will be confident. Yes. That God will handle this. That's the reason why he says, don't quit. Don't quit. I mean, look at verse 14. I mean, that's ultimately when you know that God is your light, when you know he's the source of your strength and the strength of your life, when you know that he leads and guides you, and even if and when you stumble, he will deliver you. When you know that uh, even though the enemies and the, and the, forces of hell uh, fight against you and they do mean to destroy you, but they cannot destroy you because God is with you and for you and in you. When you know these things and you've, whenever you've tasted the authentic presence of God, you will, you will understand verse four and you will long for that. Uh, That's why the, the, the psalmist says, uh, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good because I've been in his presence and it was good, 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 good. It was beautiful. And, and so when you know those things, then you can understand verse 14 and say, I learned a whole bunch by going through what I went through. And I know that that's your sentiment from your uh what you shared at earlier as to how you wanted why you wanted to do this psalm you went through some things you went through some hardship and you learned some things were reminded of some mm. and and uh foremost of those things is don't you dare give up and don't you dare quit 
Oh my God. That you beautifully put that. Yes. Don't give up. And he says, and he, don't be impatient because Yeah, so I was getting ready to say he yeah. said, don't be impatient. You know, don't be impatient. And that's where it goes even in the Philippians when he says, be anxious for nothing. And you know, in the passion translation, when it, it the trans translation says, don't be pulled in different directions. And that's a lesson too, because what we find when we get impatient, we're trying to solve the issue ourselves and it takes us in different directions, you know, because they're futile. It, it, it just doesn't work and you get frustrated. And so he's, he, that's what he's saying. Be, don't get impatient because when you get impatient, you move too quick. You make bad decisions. Just wait on him. He always shows up. And rest, you know, and, and and we know, we all know, is like you just shared the testimony from this week. It's easier said than done, right? Yes, it is. I can yes. tell you don't be impatient, but then when you, when things are happening in your life, sometimes it's hard. Uh, just, just, but we, we, only thing we can tell you is keep speaking the word of God over you. And that's how you got through what you went through. You, you said you started quoting the word of God and, and then you, it moved you from where you were on your way to being anxious and, and, and trying to, and the enemy trying to put depression upon you. And it moved you back to a place of praise and, and remembering who God is and what he's done and how great God is. And, and it, and when you do that, it really does transform your perspective and your outlook and then your circumstance. Because sometimes the circumstance around you, it takes a minute for the manifested glory of God to happen. But when he transforms the way you think about it and how you approach it and how you respond to it. Listen, Jesus and all the disciples are all in the same ship when the storm happened, all of them. But Jesus yeah. was asleep in the bottom of the boat and the disciples were up there losing their mind. All of them in the same circumstance, all of them going through the same um, storm, but one of them handling it a little bit different because he knew, I mean, you know, he is the son of God, but he knew that there, there is no storm that can take him out of here. There is a, there is a divine appointment he had at Calvary and it ain't happened yet. And so he ain't going nowhere. That was <laughs> But the, but the enemy still, even though you 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 might not be getting out of here tomorrow or today, but the enemy still going to try. That's why he says yeah. when. He doesn't say if, but when the enemy comes. But don't you dare quit because God has promised to be your protector, your deliverer, your comforter, your peace. That's what you speak over yourself and ask God for it if you don't have it. God, give me that perfect peace with you, that peace that passes understanding, that peace that lets me sleep in the midst of a storm. Yes, 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 yes. I like that part, Twyla, when he talked about, you know, it says don't give up, don't be impatient. But it just says this, be entwined as one with the Lord. Be mm. entwined as one with the lord and so you know it reveals a truth for us you know to move forward you know just to keep going don't give up don't, and, you know it, don't give up don't give up you know wait on wait on the lord which which means and i was looking at this and it says this in um waiting on the lord it also means to tie together well be entwined with god it says to tie together by twisting or entwined or to wrap tightly 
It says, this is a beautiful concept of waiting upon God, not passively, but entwining our hearts with him and his purposes. Basically not being inseparable. Yes, yes. I mean, when you it twist something passive. together, it's inseparable. Yes. And you know, with that part where it says not, not passively, you know, we could just sit back uh, uh, and just say, well, God got to be at the same time. We'll say, God got to get you, but yet we're still impatient. We're nervous. We're anxious or whatever, but uh, just, you know, being active, repeating those songs, uh, speaking to the Lord, uh, speaking to the situation, you know, those are the things that, you know, he's even telling us right now. That's the reason why I like in Psalms 27 at the end of the 14th verse, where it says, uh, here's what I've learned through it all. When we go through things, there are some, there's lessons to learn. Absolutely. You know, even when uh, this whole situation happened to me this week, what I learned was I was disobedient. I, I mean, I, I felt the, uh, the, the warning to turn around and go back home, but did I? No. And as a result, you know, I just, some things just happened and, and uh, it shook me, hey, but yet with his mercy and that kept popping up, mercy, 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 Lord. Mercy, mercy, Lord. mercy, Lord. But that's what mercy. I was saying, even at the first verse is that he's our light. He directs our path and leads us. But when we have a misstep and when we mess up, then he, he is then our salvation and our deliverance. Sometimes we do mess up and we need the mercy of God. Yes, we and do. Thank goodness that mercy is great and it grace is not free. For the mercy. Amen. Right. Mercy. mercy with God he is great. That's right. Mercy is that he don't give us what we truly deserve. Hallelujah. <laughs> that, I'm Hallelujah. Listen, that's the word that kept floating. If you he know, marked he, iniquity, we wouldn't be able to Oh, who would be able to stand? So we thank God tonight, and we are so grateful uh, for this time of being able to share and impart to you whatever you do, whatever you do. Don't you dare quit. Don't you dare give up because God is with you and for you. He is in you, and we know that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. What the enemy meant for evil, God has turned around for your good. Uh, though the enemy comes against you one way, God will cause him to flee seven different ways. In six troubles, God will not leave you. In seven, he will in no wise forsake you. Wait on the Lord. Be courageous and be, don't be impatient. Intertwine yourself. Be inseparable with him and mm. trust him. He always comes through all oh, th that's something about god his track record is 100 percent uh, he uh. has never lied never come short of his word and he never will so we thank god for this day and we thank god for this encouraging word and we thank god that he is faithful he who promised he is faithful to do it so let's pray as uh, Luana, why don't you pray as God has placed it upon your heart and taken you through this? Why don't you pray a prayer of uh, a faith in all, for all of us that we not quit, not give up? Mm. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for being with us. We thank you that you never slumber, nor do you ever sleep. 
We thank you that you know the thoughts and the intents of the heart. We thank you that, God, that you've gone before us and you, you, dear Father, are we God. We thank you that, God, that you know the things that would happen in the day and you have already set things in place. We thank you, Father, that the angels of the Lord, God, respond and act, dear Father, according to your word. We thank you, Father, for the Holy Spirit that's within us that brings back to our remembrance, oh, Father, your word, dear God. For your word is like a sword, dear Father, God, that we will against our enemies. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. So, Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace in the name of Jesus. Thank you for speaking, God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, oh God. And that, God, that we, Father God, will not quit, oh Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, but God, that we will be entwined, oh Father God, twisted together with you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Twyla Southall and LJ Renee with What Does the Lord Say? Come visit us at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We'd like you to join us for morning prayer. Follow us on Twitter or like us on Facebook. Even see how you can sponsor this show. Again, it's www.whatdoesthelordsay.com.